You've tuned in to 102.7 The Game, ESPN Radio, Owensboro, Kentucky, the Kentucky Broadcasters Association's Station of the Year, WLME-FM Lewisport. Now, to your Live at Five hosts, Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans. We're on the air. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? It's live at five, and it's brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtree, FWHlegal.com. And now, your host for Live at Five, Stephen A. Turner. What's up and welcome to Live at Five, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtree. Dedicated to you, committed to justice, that's FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner here in the floor, Concept Studios, joined by Coach Vic Evans. What's up, man? Well, it's... You know, 2024 is off to a great start. It seems like, uh, you know, Mother Nature's having an impact. We family emergencies have an impact. We just roll with the punches, you know. And Well, sometimes your best laid plans get changed a little bit on you, but that happens, and we'll, we'll have it next week. Yeah, no, today we were scheduled to have Freddie Coleman. Mm-hmm. Of course, you could hear him uh, just before we went on the air, and the programming change, and uh, Freddie had a little bit of a family emergency. We were going to record that interview around lunchtime, so we're going to reschedule that and hopefully yep. get him sometime next week or the week after as soon as his schedule opens up. But We will have Freddie am, Coleman. I'm excited to have uh, Freddie and Harry uh, on board here. Oh, I love them leading up. Listen, not that I wasn't a fine bomb fan, but when you get out of college football season, I, I can only listen to Alabama football talk for so long. Right? You know? I mean, it is there is some intriguing uh, conversation out there, you know, with, with the uh, with the whole coaching transition. Yes going on but it, it, that, i love freddie and harry i mean i'm a solved. big fan of that show yeah no and then and i've been a fan of freddie coleman for quite some time but uh, we'll get him we'll get him soon so yeah. we had to pivot a little bit on today's show and i don't to be, to be full transparency i have absolutely nothing well here's prepared, my question so. you brought up coaching thing and i want to bring this up because i'm such a michigan fan if you're jim harbaugh and the michigan fans are like he did nothing wrong he knew nothing about it i didn't know anything about it but you got to pay me a lot of money and i may stay but to stay you have to give me immunity from the ncaa for everything i did or may do in the future that sounds a little bit guilty to me, Steve. Right. Well, okay. I'm gonna that, that would be a perfect lead-in. Before we get to that, download the Owensboro Radio app. You can listen anywhere in the world, including tomorrow when we're at BJ's over at Evansville uh, for Live at Five and Thunderbolts Live, which will be on 97X, directly following Live at Five. Follow along 1027 The Game on social media. Green River Area Federal Credit Union text line is still open through the show, 270-903-0389. You can subscribe and like on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you consume your podcast. But yes, that was a big story that kind of broke in the middle of the day. And my thing is, is like, did Jim Harbaugh like go interview with the Chargers and be like, no chance. I'm no, heading back I to think... Michigan on the fastest plane that can get me there. No. And I'm going to negotiate the contract today, you know, that says... I'm immune to pretty much any penalty the NCAA may put down. You can't fire me, Michigan. Now give me a raise as right. well. But I also think – no, I don't think it had anything to do with the thing. I think he was always going to go back to Michigan. And I, and every report I've seen out of some people around that program has said that more likely than not he still goes to the NFL. Because if he wasn't, he would have signed that contract today. Now I don't know if they gave him the immunity one. But, I mean, can you imagine like, hey, listen – I didn't do anything wrong, but just in case I may have done something wrong or I may do something wrong in the future, you can't fire me with calls and you still got to pay me all my money. Can you imagine, like, I mean, I guess if that happens, then that's what every coach is going to want is there's no such thing as firing with calls. And if I'm a college, there's no way I put that in there. That can't that can't be a thing. There has to be able to be – you have to be able to fire someone with calls. You I have mean, to. There's all kinds of things that could – 
that could go beyond the realm of being able to stay as a head football coach. There's a lot of things you can do wrong. I mean, yes. that would just that's just that's insane to me. I mean, now granted, he's done things at Michigan, but you can't be all powerful king. I mean, you have to be called to the carpet for some of your mistakes. Yeah, I mean, he turned Michigan around as soon as they started cheating. Well, I mean, I knew you're going to go there. They oh. won a national title and they cheated. It is what it is. Yes, I mean, he was suspended. He did his time. He did his time. And they came back, and he beat Alabama. Listen. And then he beat Washington. Listen, I wish I could have been a bug in the room whenever Colton, whatever his name, comes in and says, hey, here's their defensive signs. And everybody look, nobody thinks to look and go, where did we get these at? What, what are we doing here, guy? I mean, yeah, you can play stupid like Patino did. You can't tell me that when these coaches know what goes in, they know everything about that program. They know when their players sleep, what they put in their bodies, what they're doing. But at Louisville, we didn't know hookers were in the in the dorm rooms. And at Michigan, oh, the, the defensive sign fairy left these for us before we play Ohio State. It's uh, amazing well, you know, how that happens. You look the other way when those things are going on, and that makes you – uh, you know, a poor, I still think a poor he up, leader. I, I think he day. ends up in the NFL, but I think he's. If you I had think, to guess, you think he ends up. In I the do, NFL. and I do think what Evan Cohen said in our interview last week is very important because I think right now these teams aren't interviewing Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is interviewing these teams. He can go back to Michigan and sign a ten-year contract for twelve and a half million dollars a year and probably get immunity, whatever he wants. But I think he is still intrigued. I think he's still. And I could, this is me talking. I think he still bothers. They lost his brother in the Super Bowl. And and, uh, and you've won well, a national title. Now you can become only the fourth coach to win both. You have to think too, uh, you know, from a personal standpoint, the competition side of things. But I mean, his family's in Michigan. You know, there's they have that. You know, I think his parents live close, and you know, they, he has kids and all this jazz. And I mean, you really want to uproot that and go to L.A. I mean, I don't, well, I don't know. know. For what they're going to pay, you're not in just any part of L.A. You're going to be in the I most know. exclusive part yeah. of L.A. I, I understand, but <laughs> but still. And, and you're paying half your salary to, to the state income tax. Well, that's you know, true. He may like not that. end up in L.A. Don't, don't forget. Hey, he could very easily end up in Dallas, and then I may become a hardball fan. <laughs> I still <laughs> say don't sleep on the, on the Eagles. I, I, I kind of connected that dot all along. Yeah, but and, Dal- hey, there's no income the, tax there in Dallas. With, with the performance that, that the Eagles ended on, they can they keep Sirianni? I mean, hey, listen, this is an instant gratification world. He's just coming off a Super Bowl run. Uh, can you keep a guy around where it looks like your team has quit? I mean, I, I think it all goes back to the to the defensive coordinator change when they let Desai go and they put Patricia in. Not, not they let him go; they demoted him in the own staff. And I think it split the defense. I mean. The tackling effort last night looked like a team that was ready to go home. They, they they wouldn't put any effort in. The Eagles were mentally checked out, and that that's a bad look for the NFL, especially when a team was ten and one, and then you're you got a team in the playoffs and they look like they're going at about half speed. I mean, you got really good defender. People are like oh, you know, I had some people say oh they got exposed by San Fran, and, I, and to an extent, I think they're not wrong. I, but you look at this talent in the secondary. Buyer was a former All Pro. I mean. You know, Slay at corner. I mean, Bradbury's no slouch. I mean, the linebackers are pretty decent there across the board. I mean, the effort level was the problem. It was awful. Talent, you know, and and something strange went on behind the scenes in Philly. And and, and the question is, can it be repaired, or do you have to sever ties with Sirianni? And if they do, I mean, yeah. If you're if if you're Jeffrey Lurie in the the front office of Philly today, you got to be thinking. Okay, we got Sirianni here in one hand, and this is what we've got. 
But look at this line of candidates. I mean, you got Jim Harbaugh, you got Bill Belichick, you got Mike Vrabel. Vrabel. I, I mean, mean, I think Vrabel. Three all star type candidates. Listen, there. here's the thing when you're successful, and this is what made Saban so great. When you're successful, you lose your, your, your top lieutenants. And Saban kept winning no matter how many offensive coordinators he lost, how many defensive coordinators he lost. Sirianni, after the Super Bowl run, you lose tension to the Colts. The defensive coordinator takes the job in Arizona. Stinson's probably like the, right there at the coach of the year, but, but it's probably going to go to Marco Ryan now. But but Stinson's right there. Graham is building some stuff down there in 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 Arizona. Now they were awful this year, but they had a, you know they had you knew they were going to be bad. They were kind of tanking a little bit. Also, you know, whenever Murray was going to miss the first whatever it was, twelve games. But you saw them be competitive at the end of the year when Murray came back. So he's building something there. And it's not been the same since those coordinators left. The defense wasn't the same. The offense hasn't been the same. Hurts took a major step back. I've been saying I thought that they paid him. I think Back was- when they paid him, all they paid him, I'm like, ooh, that's a little early for that. I'm not sold that he's a, you know... The Hertz, guy that should get fifty million dollars. I'm not convinced that Hertz was anywhere near hundred percent, and the knees messed up. The fingers are broke. I mean, AJ Brown's out. I mean, there's a lot of factors. The play calling was atrocious. To be able to run the ball the way they run it with Swift, and then to just, just not stop run doing it. it. I yeah, mean, you know, stop that's doing it. Strange. And then to and me, then not only that, to me, like, the effort level think, is a is a huge question when your team quits on you. And that's he, what happened. That team quit. He panicked too because you know you make the move where you basically you get the defensive coordinator, you take play call away from him, you bring in Matt Patricia and let him oh, call play. Been a disaster. Just keep Patricia he, away he from also my organization. Took play calling away from the offensive coordinator and took over play calling. Yeah, yeah. And so I think he panicked a lot. And I mean, if, if if I'm the Eagles' ownership right now, I, I have to give a strong look of whether or not we keep him back. But what do I know? Because Dennis Allen and Mike McCarthy still have jobs. That's no, all I know. Yeah, no, the job for today. But uh, I tell you what, we'll we'll break it there. We got a big show in the back half. We have the Owensboro Health Girls Top Ten. A lot of cancellations in there throughout the week. Hopefully, the snow holds out for the end of the week and we can actually get some games in on, on the weekend but uh, we got a lot of player of the week to get away so we'll pause it right there do a short segment too and then get into the girls Owensboro Health Top 10 to close it out and that's the show today on a Tuesday live at 5 1027 the game Green River Area Federal Credit Union has been serving the Owensboro community since 1959. With that comes being a proud supporter of not only area high school athletics, but also partnering with Live at Five, the number one sports show in western Kentucky. With a wide array of products to meet your financial needs, come see what a difference it makes when you partner with a local community credit union. Visit our new website, GreenRiverAFCU.com, or stop by and see us today. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Daniel is a son, he's a brother, he's also my husband. Daniel was also living with addiction. I came home one day and found Daniel unconscious. I administered the Narcan and was holding him as the paramedics arrived. Without Narcan, he would not be here. And he has value and he has hope. Daniel's life is a life worth saving. To learn about Narcan, visit rvbh.com slash Narcan. Embrace the chill of winter fearlessly. With Brad Emberton's heating and cooling in Owensboro, we specialize in 
seamless furnace tune-ups, and comprehensive AC checkups. Reach out to us at 270-729-BRAD and trust in our unrivaled service that ensures your comfort. Brad Emerson's Heating and Cooling is a proud provider of Rude Comfort Heating and AC Systems. Celebrating the tried and true. Rely on Rude. Call 270-729-BRAD today. From the farm field to the legislative chambers of the state and nation, it takes leadership at all levels to meet the ever-changing needs of Kentucky's agriculture community. Kentucky Farm Bureau supports that leadership as advocates, a service provider, and an organization by giving leaders the tools, encouragement, and voice that they need to succeed. Why Farm Bureau? Because strong leadership makes life better for all Kentuckians. I'm Daniel Hayden, and this message is brought to you by the Davis County Farm Bureau. Grain marketing is an opportunity to increase profits and reduce marketing risk. By partnering with Superior Ag, you work with one local grain buyer and keep your accounting in one place. Beyond delivery to our company-owned elevators, we offer contracting and delivery to ethanol producers, river locations, feed manufacturers, distilleries, and processing markets. Superior Ag utilizes hedging, basis trading, cash contracting, and options-based contracts. Start your partnership with Superior Ag today to begin sharing the success and the profits. 812-385-3487. St. Camilla's Urgent Care and Family Practice is here for all your primary and urgent care needs. Visit stcamillasurgentcare.com to view our list of services including complete primary care needs, COVID screenings, minor surgeries, minor illness treatments, sports and school physicals, routine screenings, flu shots, and more. With locations in Owensboro, Lewisport, Hardingsburg, and Litchfield, St. Camilla's is your hometown provider for all your primary and urgent care and family needs. Visit stcamillasurgentcare.com. Are you wanting to explore a new hobby, research your family tree, brush up on your math skills, or maybe study for the postal exam? We can help you at the Hancock County Public Library. With a library card, you can access many free resources which will help you reach those goals. Stop in and we'll show you what we have available both online and in book format. The Hancock County Public Library, connecting our community. Live at 5 brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry and FWHlegal.com. Here in just a little bit, we'll have the uh, Girls Owensboro Health Top 10, plenty of uh, Player of the Weeks uh, to give away on that side. But, uh, Vic, what's the level of concern? And I know we just got a text from uh, a Cowboys super fan on the uh, Green River Area Federal Credit Union text line that wants to know uh, if we can go ahead and announce that Mike McCarthy has been fired. But I can't announce it because that would be fake news because it hasn't happened yet. I'm starting to get concerned that it's going to happen. You're getting concerned that it's going to happen? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I, I'm getting concerned that it may ever happen. I don't understand with Belichick out there, even though Belichick's record without Brady's not good, but Vrabel's out there. Are we sure? Are, I mean, are we sure that Bill Belichick at this point in his career, I think this is a fair conversation. Okay. Are, is it fair to, I mean, are we sure that Bill Belichick is an upgrade from Mike McCarthy? At this point, from what you've seen out of the Patriots organization the last three years. Well, listen, on the field coaching-wise, as I've been saying, the GM Belichick got head coach Belichick fired. So I think it's an upgrade. No, man. If you watch Patriots games, the game management wasn't necessarily, like, key. I mean, I'm just here to tell you that I wouldn't bank on Bill Belichick coming into an organization and turning it around or – 
Well, what I think he provided that Dallas at this needs point more period, than anything I, I'm is getting pushed back at this immediately. Is discipline and and what does Bill Belichick won without Tom Brady? He has a losing record. Exactly. Yes, hundred percent. But so Mike McCarthy has won twelve plus games the last handful of years. But when it but matters most, when it no, matters, and I, I'm not a big McCarthy guy either. But right. I'm just asking you, like, are we sure that that's what we want? Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying that. I'll, no, listen. I mean, because Cowboys fans all over the world right now are clamoring. They're beating the door down. They want McCarthy fired. They want Belichick put in place. Listen, I want McCarthy fired. But there are some other guys I like to interview too before I just sold on Belichick. Would you rather have Bill Belichick or Jim Harbaugh? It's man, not I, even close. Man, it, it's not. But, but I, not no, it's, it's Harbaugh. It's Harbaugh. It's Harbaugh. It, I'd rather have Rabel. Me personally, I'd rather have Rabel. I don't know. That's hard for me. If, no, listen, I here's Vrabel's what I would do. Here's coach. what I would do if I if if you give me the keys of the kingdom of the Cowboys. The first thing I do is I make a call to Pittsburgh and see if I can work out a deal for Mike Tomlin. That's the answer. That's what I do first. No, that's the answer. That, I work no, out. He's only got one year left. To. He's only got one year left on the contract. Now I don't know if the Cowboy Steeler rivalry is quite what it was in the seventies. Like there was no way in the world a Steeler coach like Chuck Knoll or the early eighties Steelers all the way up to you know before you got to Cowher, there was no way you would leave Pittsburgh and go coach Dallas. I mean those those were heated. That was the best rivalry in all of football. Right. Okay. But it's changed now. And so, yes, my first call would be the Steelers if I could work out a deal for Mike Tomlin. Well, the, the, it might be one of the greatest press conference moments ever, right in the middle of the question about your future in Pittsburgh. Just, Tomlin just walks away. One of my favorite. I love, I love Tomlin. I mean, I, I, I think that that would be the best fit. I think Here's the thing. If that, when he was to come available, he would immediately go to the very top of my list of available coaches. Harbaugh is not going to be a cowboy in any way, shape, or form because wherever he goes, he's going to want full control over the roster. That's not going to happen in Dallas. That's true. No, so I, the fit's you not can take there. Him Harbaugh, out. And, right. Harbaugh and Dallas is right. Isn't that, that, a I mean, fit. you know, Bill Parcells had one. You know, he he fought over Jerry Jones about full control of the roster. I so think Belichick him out. in Atlanta to me makes more sense. Maybe to Bill even. Why? Because you, he's got you, you're leaving you're leaving the quarterback situation you had in New England. Uh, you're right. And you're getting you're Desmond, right. you know, Ritter. I mean, are you really is that an upgrade? At least you get Doc. Now, though, I think Bill would have to have a commitment that what we're going to a plan at quarterback. We have, we'd have to have all how many that years has Bill got in. left? Though, I mean, what's you're your not commitment? Winning, you're not winning a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. Okay, it's not happening at this point. I, and here's the, the thing: the only way Bill takes Atlanta Dak fooled me. He fooled me. He, I, I told you before he got injured a couple years ago that I thought he could could get to that MVP level, and then he hasn't played anywhere near that level. And then this season, down the stretch, he tricked me. He played at that level. And he played at that level. And as soon as the lights came on, in the biggest moments of his career, he no-showed. Well, no, he – no, it wasn't just him. But the, 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 C.D. Lamb no-showed. Micah Parsons no-showed. I mean, Micah Parsons was nobody to be found on that field. Dan Quinn no-showed. Mike McCarthy no-showed. It was the entire – I, I may want to blow up all of Dallas and let's go lose – let's go back to 1-15. and 15 the, the defense and, let him down, but went, but that put pressure on Dak, and he shrunk, He shrinks from the big occasion. Right. That's the problem. That's the Kirk Cousins situation. To me – Where when he's tremendous and he puts up these numbers and you think this is – 
the guy, and then he gets in the situation, and it's just too much for him. And to me, it's Tomlin, one, Vrabel, two, and then probably Belichick, because I don't even put Harbaugh on the list because there's no way you're going to allow Harbaugh to have full control. And in the meantime, Jerry's laughing at the whole conversation because he's not going to fire Mike McCarthy. He's not. Jason Garrett went 8-8 eight and eight for like 30 years in a row, yes. and he did fire him. The only difference now is I mean, Jerry's 82. I mean, if you want to win another Super Bowl, I mean, the clock, listen, they talk about biological clocks. The Super Bowl clock on Jerry is ticking, and it's ticking hard. Yeah, no, I mean. And you became the first franchise in the history of football to win 36 games over a three-year period and not even reach your conference championship. I think it's it's a strange change of the air when we're, when we're talking about Jerry Jones has actually equipped this team. I mean, he's done a good job with with, with giving him and his son. The, key, I, I, the son, right, comes in. Great, they make great the graphics. Now, that's what me and Amber were talking about during the game. Like this roster is loaded. They've won twelve games, but they should win twelve games. I mean, the McCarthy situation, like you know, a Cohen went to bat for him. Oh, well, he's won twelve games and blah blah. blah. This roster is loaded. I mean, you got one of the best defensive coordinators in football, and Quinn, and he stunk it up Sunday. Wouldn't make an adjustment whatsoever for anything. Yeah, it, I don't know. None of it made sense. What I don't it understand is like you played a, you Which, played eighty percent man to man throughout the year, and then you show up against Jordan Love and side. We're gonna play zone. They must have saw something. They thought I don't they could know get what Jordan they did, and they, they sure didn't. didn't. And instead, they got everybody talking about him like he's the next Aaron Rodgers, and that makes me sick. Thank you for nothing, Cowboys. I put some stock in you for one week, and you let me down just like every other Cowboy fan in the nation. And, and it's, let me ask I've you a question: Viking sick feeling into my. We'll get into coaching. Again. We'll make it a regional thing. Is Liam Cohen the offensive coordinator at UK when the season kicks off? Yeah, he's the coordinator. I think so too. If it would be, and we've only we got about four and a half minutes here, but the Bears, listen, he's got like a year left. Yeah, that's what I'll say. If you're attaching your wagon to Eberflus, you think that that maybe that we're going to build something here. You don't even know who your quarterback's going to be, right? I mean, I'm sure they may know, but I don't know if they do or not at this point. And, And the thing is, the Bears, I just they're going to have a losing record again next year, whether they draft Caleb Williams or whether they get. Justin Fields, I just—it's just not there. Eberflus is not the guy. No, he's not Demarco Ryan and C.J. Stroud. To me, to go into, you know, to go into Chicago as Liam Cohen, that would taking a pay cut in your career a little bit. I I think so. Taking a pay a step back, and not only that, even if you wanted to try to go back to college. As a as a college AD or, or a coach, it's really hard for me to go hire him as offensive coordinator because you were in college, you left, you came back, you gave a three year commitment, you went out and did all this recruiting, you left again as soon as the door opened. And when you're the coordinator, the offensive coordinators do a lot of recruiting on the offensive side of the ball. And if kids can't trust that you're going to be there, look out. Yeah, no, nah, it, it would be a it would be a bad career move. I think so too. Cohen needs to stay and establish the offense because he's lost a little bit of luster too to be mm-hmm. honest with you and some of that may be Stoops but whatever no, a lot he, of it was Stoops I think but it, it doesn't matter though the whole Stoops to Texas, on that yes, offense the whole thing with Stoops to Texas A&M allowed him to hear some grievances that have supposedly been fixed Stoops would be really good if he would say I'm getting out of the offense I'm going to be CEO the offense is your baby, and I'm going to go help make my secondary in that defense that keeps giving up third and 37s yes. much better. I agree. No, we're 100% agreement on that. Uh, about two and a half minutes here okay. for the Titans, okay? Because this is kind of local, right? I mean, a lot of Titans fans in this area. They move on from Vrabel, and I get 
the GM didn't pick Vrabel. But you, you, you are we sure about the GM? Because I think no. I think I'm more sure about Vrabel than I than I am Rand Carson. So. I mean, you what traded AJ. Well, so look what look what you got for AJ Brown, and look what you drafted for the OAJ Brown thing. That was a fiasco. You, the, 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 the franchise threw their weight behind the GM and let uh, one of the best up and coming coaches walk, and now to replace him, unlike Dallas or Philly, where you're gonna maybe you can move on from McCarthy and Sirianni and upgrade, you're gonna go from Vrabel to these guys they're interviewing. I mean, the, uh, you got Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator of Cincy, terrible. I mean, I. Kafka from the Giants? They no. Him, no. Dan Quinn. I mean, hold on. Kafka from the Giants. Gonna, all you got in the Giants is you had da- you had Dable and, what are and they doing Martindale and Kafka all yelling at each other on the headsets where the where the G the, the GM had to step in. I mean, come on. I I don't get what Tennessee's doing here. No, I don't a, get it all. And it, as a team that's right up the road, it's puzzling. And yeah. I'm curious to see how it plays out. But the red hot offensive coordinator, maybe they end up with the coordinator from from Detroit, who's the red Johnson. hot candidate, I, mean, I think I he mean, would be. But everything everything you hear too, he's the number one candidate in Washington. Well, he's also said he's staying in, in yeah. Detroit, regardless. I know. So, I mean, it's just one of those things that we we'll have to see play out. But you let go of Mike Vrabel, who is a proven, I feel like a somewhat proven commodity. I feel like you just took your, your franchise five steps backwards. If, I, if that's the move weird. you're going to make, then he should do what Jerry does and get on the phone to the Steelers and say, what's it cost me to get Mike yeah, Tomlin? Because no, if you can go from well, Tomlin that, to Grave Rabel, well, you know, then I would understand. If it. Harbaugh swoops in out of nowhere and he's coaching in Nashville, sure. I mean, why not? But, oh, jeez. But I just don't. Jeez. I please, mean, no. I mean, I'd go visit some Titans media days to talk to Jim Harbaugh. No, please, no. It'd be fun, right? I mean, uh, you know. why not? But we got 30 seconds here. We do have a big partner coming on. We do have a huge five. partner coming on. We finally landed a potential betting partner. We here. did. So it's we're look, big. It's big. It's, it's big. going to be looking forward to it. It's, it's right up our alley. So it it's it's going to be and, great. And for all you people to say, live at five, don't talk local enough anymore. Well, the whole back half of the program is for you. It's local. We're going to break down the girls, Owensboro Health Top 10. We're going to give away plenty of player of the weeks. And there's a lot in there to unpack. There's a big dispute at who's number Dude, one. The voting was worse I mean, than Arizona and Pennsylvania combined. They're in, in Chicago. We had like dead people voting like they do in Chicago. We got Dominion on it. And we'll talk about <laughs> it next. Live at 5, 1027 The Game. When it comes to new floors for your home, you want variety and selection that you can see. At Floor Concepts, we have just that with our upgraded showroom. We've expanded our inventory with more flooring to choose from. With a wonderful new selection of Amish-built cabinets, our knowledgeable sales team is ready to give you the best experience in renewing your home's look. Stop by and see us today at Floor Concepts, located off New Hartford Road in Owensboro, or visit FloorConceptsInc.com. Floor Concepts, working with you from start to finish. Local sports at its finest, live at 5 with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5 brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner, Vic Evans here in the Floor Concept Studios. We got the national stuff out of the way in the first half of the show. Now we're going to go local, go high school the rest of the show. Let's jump into some of these player of the weeks. McLean County, 4-9 on the season, starting to make some strides. Our BF Evans Ford Lady Cougar of the week will be Kennedy Level, 14 points in a win over Harrison. And McLean County uh, desperately needed a win there and got it. So this is a team, though, in the district standings that are still right there in the mix. I mean, at the end of the day, we could still see this team at the Owensboro Sports Center. Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, they got the they go have another game with, you know, Muhlenberg coming up. That'll be really important. You know, they got the big win over Ohio early. 
It's going to be interesting to see. I think this weekend, Friday, yeah. that Ohio kind of game is a game that they, if we play it, is a game that they need to win and get their second district win. Yeah, the game Friday will be on 97X, Mother Nature Willing. Like I say, we always going to approach everything as if it's going to happen until it, it doesn't. Uh, Muhlenberg, back-to-back win, sitting 5-13. and 13. They beat Ohio County. They beat Trigg County. Our FWH legal Mustang of the week is kind of a no-brainer. I mean, Brooklyn Stewart, pick number one in my fantasy draft. 33 points, 17 rebounds against Ohio County. And Muhlenberg scheduled still at this moment to play Henderson tonight on the girls' side. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Henderson was scheduled to play Davis County tonight on the girls' side. That game got canceled, and now all of a sudden it's showing Muhlenberg-Henderson on the schedule tonight. It hasn't been canceled yet, so who knows? Yeah, who, who knows? And I will say this. Look, 33.17 rebounds, that's a good week for some players. Yeah. And this week when our Vineyard Primary Care scoring leaders come out, She's like right there, I think, at number three in the region. Yeah, it's been a good, uh, rough start for the Lady Mustangs overall, but Brooklyn Stewart, uh, the future brush of Bearcat, right on task. Apollo, 3-12, and 12, trying to battle through right now, still getting the, ac- the guards acclimated to the game, uh, but the front court's good. You know, in our Tyler Matthews Realty Eagle of the Week, or Eagle of the Week, I should say, Jenna Dant led Apollo past Ohio County the other night and getting to see her. I know they took one on the chin against uh, Davis County on Friday. We're just a little outmanned there, but but that front court's still there. I mean, it's still formidable. If Apollo can get you in the half court, that's the key, then they're going to have the advantage a lot of time. It's just a matter of getting there. Lots of turnovers, lots of ball pressure causing the Eagles problems, as we expect to going in. But Coach Regs has this team competing, and they've got a solid front court with Jenna Dant and Miss Lee over there. Well, Jenna's been a staple there for a few years now, so you knew getting her back after being hurt most of the last year, which was big a big loss for them. You knew the numbers she was going to kind of put up, and she's done it. She has. No, she she absolutely has, and uh, the Eagles are, are, are grinding. That's all you can really ask for. Uh, Butler County, 8-8 eight and eight right outside. They did receive some votes, I believe, to get into the top ten. Just on the outside looking in, sitting in 8-8, eight and eight, our Morgantown Bank and Trust Lady Bear of the Week. How about Anne-Marie Skagg? 16 points, 11 rebounds, and a big win over Glasgow. And she's kind of a, a different name there. Uh, Ava Wilson's kind of been the constant all year, but they're starting to get some contributions from other places in this Butler County team looking to get back to the Owensboro Sports Center. Yeah, Skaggs played great all week. They, you know, Ava Wilson's been the girl that they can depend on game in, game out as these other ladies start to give them better, more consistent production, this is a team that can definitely make it to the sports center. No doubt. And that'll bring us into our Owensboro Health Girls basketball top 10. And kicking it off will be the Tell City Lady Marksman hanging on by a thread, 9-9. and They got a win over Boonville but then fell to the Hancock County Lady Hornets on Saturday. They got a game against South Spencer on Thursday, which, you know, like we talked about, Mother Nature, who knows. They're also scheduled to play North Posey on Saturday. Our Everybody Fun and Fitness Lady Marksman of the Week will be Emily Holsley, third leading scorer on the team in this very young uh, Lady Marksman team without a senior on the roster. Big contributions from freshman, sophomore, and then Emmy Hosley stepping in this week to be our Owensboro Health Lady Marksman Player of the Week as we'll move it to the nine spot. And by way of that victory over Tell City, they leapfrog into the top. This is a team that's much better. You look at the record, 6-10. and 10. 
But they've won three out of their last four, and they're much better, I think, than their record is the Hancock County Lady Hornets. they got one of the best players in the third region in Ella House. They're still waiting to get Lily Roberts healthy. And in the meantime, those young Lady Hornets starting to get their varsity stride under them. That 53-46 win over Tell City was big. And House is averaging right at 14 points per game, seven and a half rebounds per game. And they're at Meade County coming up on Friday, Muhlenberg this weekend. So it'd be a, a big week there. For, for the Hancock County Lady Hornets. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Ella House, you know, family. I mean, they can all play. Uh, first of all, congratulations on getting 1,000 points That's right, yeah. this past weekend. And so, yeah, I mean, she's she is the, the constant for that team. And I think if they get Lily Roberts back, I mean, I know getting to the sports center will be tough because you're sitting there with Meade and Breck, but they can give somebody a game. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I know last year, you know, that, that district game kind of had a lot of hype coming in. It just didn't pan out. Breckenridge County was able to get the win, and we'll see. We're still working behind the scene. We talk about the schedule thing. We'll talk about it here in a little bit, maybe tweaking the schedule, and maybe making a little road trip for a Friday night uh, fun time over there in the 11th district. But at the seventh or eighth spot, excuse me, I want to get ahead of myself, Grayson County, seven and six. They've won three out of their last five. They're at Trinity on Friday, and our Lady Cougar of the Week we had to go for the whole season is Sydney Perkins, 15.2 points per game, getting back in the swing of these uh, switching back and forth on the boy-girl player of the weeks, and hard to go anywhere else but uh, Sydney Perkins for a St. Camillus Urgent Care Lady Cougar. No, she's in the top 10 in the Vineyard Primary Care scoring leaders. She's had a great season. I think they're the favorites down there in the 12th. Well, to go along with Edmondson, who's probably the favorite overall, but uh, Sydney Perkins had a great year. Yeah, I mean, you start looking ahead at district play, Edmondson, I think, would be the favorite. But that Grayson Butler kind of Grayson got him in the holiday tournament, and it was canceled back on Friday night. But that's going to be an interesting uh, jockeying to see who can can punch their ticket. And, hey, you know, Edmondson County's not off limits. I don't think the gap is that big between those three teams. And speaking of the Lady Wildcats, they're sitting there at 14-2 and two in the seventh spot. They bounce back well from that tough loss over Davis County with wins over South Warren and Whitesville Trinity to get them a district win. Carrie Ann Williams, 18 points, 13 rebounds. Shelby Souders with 18 versus the Lady Raiders. And you go back to that overtime win over South Warren. You had Williams with another double-double, 12 points, 17 rebounds. And she's averaging a double-double right at 14, almost 15 points per game. Darn near 12 rebounds per game. And she's on course to be a first-teamer at this point in the season, I think. Oh, there is no doubt at all she's on course for that. And and she is, you know, we're talking about just a sophomore. I mean, it's a someone that's going to be a first-team, all-ESP and Owensville area player, player of the year candidate before it's all said and done. She's a monster. But the thing about it is they're getting a lot of production from a lot of other ladies, too, other than just her. Yeah, Souders had a really good week. She was right there and leading them in scoring against South Warren uh, there as well. They've got Butler County. Uh, we'll see if they can get that in on Friday and then uh, Monroe on Saturday for the Lady Wildcats. We can't get any of these games in, these top tens. We might have to scrap them next week because <laughs> we won't have anything to talk about. I mean, it is what it is. But at the sixth spot is the Breckenridge County 
Fighting Tigers, and they're moving on up. I mean, they're kind of stuck in this sixth spot because of how well the top five has played. But this is a team that's really turned the corner. They've won four straight games. They beat Central Harden in Morgan County last week. Uh, Lucas Grimes and Huffines are all in double figures for the season. Plus, they're getting those role players chipping in. Everything seems to be starting to run a little bit smoother for Coach Mormon and the Lady Fighting Tigers. They've got Cloverport on Friday and then Wrights on Saturday. Wrights will be a good test, but looking to try to get the 15 and 5 before we do this again next week. Mother Nature willing, but our St. Camillus Urgent Care Lady Fighting Tiger of the Week will be Kaylee Huffines. 500 rebounds, and Mercer Rogers just keeps getting pushed by the wayside, right? He had a 1,000-point score that pushed him by now, a 500 rebound in Kaylee Huffines. And Mercer, we see you over there. We'll get you a player of the week pretty soon. But uh, Huffines uh, with 500 rebounds, you know, you can't hardly argue with that. No, you've always kind of have to – these player of the weeks, there are a lot to go into it. And when you get a, a career standard, you know, you hit a number – 500 rebounds, 1,000 points. We want to we wanna honor that. And uh, so, Mercer Rogers, sometimes you just got to wait your turn. We know how you, well you're playing. Yeah, in Breckenridge County, you know, I'm hoping that the, the red carpet may get rolled out. We'll see. The schedule is very fluid. When we set these basketball schedules, you know, looking at you know, with KWC, we talked about this yesterday, how tough it is with all the new the colleges. You have to not only have a free night for us where we're not doing KWC, you have to have the station free because there's so many colleges uh, playing at the same time. But uh, we've kind of looked ahead. We're like, man, if we don't figure something out, we're not doing a game to like February 2nd. So we're going to have to figure something out. So looked ahead and say, hey, wait a minute. That Friday night might be open with Breck and Mead, and if everything works out, might just go do a boy-girl doubleheader over there at the beautiful scenic Harned, one of my favorite places to call a game. It's always rocking over there, and there's no better rivalry on the girls' side outside of maybe Catholic and Owensboro than Mead and Breck. And so maybe we'll be able to get over there in the coming weeks. Hopefully we can get it all worked out. But we'll come back and do the Owensboro Health Top 5 to get you home on a Tuesday, Live at 5, 1027 The Game. And now, more Live at 5 with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner, Vic Evans here in the Floor Concept Studio. Let's finish out this Owens Royal Health girls. And there's some controversy at the top. I'm just telling you, it, this the vote was not clean. It, it had to be manipulated at the last second because some, some some late votes got tabulated after me. I found a box of votes under the table after midnight. Had to calculate those in, and it changed the top five here with some big implications, especially the top three. Hold on. This vote was messier than any vote in Pennsylvania. That's all I know. I think it was Arizona level bad, but uh, we'll move it now into the top five, and that's where Henderson County is sitting 10-6 and six on the season. They didn't play, so, I mean, there ain't much to talk about here. They're sp- supposed to be hosting Muhlenberg tonight. I mean, I, I, I find it hard to believe that game won't happen considering they were scheduled to play Davis, and now it says Muhlenberg, and Muhlenberg must be on board. So, uh, you know, we'll see how it plays out. If that game doesn't take place, they got Todd Central on the schedule as well. But we'll move it now to number four, and that's where Davis County is sitting. These were all pretty much chalk. The Lady Panthers 13-5. and five. They've won four straight. And Kennedy Lane has celebrated 1,000 points. So just, you know, hold on, Kennedy. We got you. You know, like I say, we'll, we'll circle back. I mean, there's a lot of accolades out there with the Davis County Lady Panthers this week. She celebrated that ahead of the win against Apollo, which I thought was cool, where she scored a bulk of those 1,000 points was with the Eagles. So it kind of came together at a perfect time where she could celebrate that with both teams there on Friday night. They did 
get a big win over the Egals on Friday. But the impressive win was Saturday, 42-38 over Bullet East. You had Hoagland with 14, Lane with 12, and then Zoe Bean, 13 rebounds in the game. And she also has accumulated now 500 career rebounds. She's our champion forward, Lady Panther of the Week. She's been playing out of her mind over the past two weeks. Ever since that Edmondson game, something's just clicked, and she's just an animal down low, pulling down every rebound in sight. Davis County scheduled to play Owensboro, which will be, you know, that game went right down to the wire. You were there. You saw it. The last second shot beat Davis County last time. Very interesting dis- district implications at Owensboro on Friday. Uh, but, man, this I saw the Lady Panthers at firsthand. This team is clicking on all cylinders right now. Oh, there's no doubt. Coach Powers Payne has them playing great. I would say Zoe Bean would be right up there at the top of the list, top one or two, if you had, like, a most improved player of the region. The level her game has jumped has been unreal. She's been dominant in the on the boards, in the paint. I think she would be, for me, she'd be right there with like her. Maybe Paige Medley's another one that's taken her game to an absolute another level. Carrie Ann Williams, we I don't know, I knew we knew she's gonna be good. I don't know if I, we knew she's gonna take, you know, be this good this fast. That Davis County team, scary. I mean, they're a scary team. And if they can get to the sports center, because getting out of the night's gonna be tough on the girls' side, one way or the other, whatever the matchup is. They can get to the sports center. They're dangerous, is all I know. Yeah, you know, and, and I'm not. I, I almost went down a path. I'm going to pause it. I'm not going to go down the path of the sports center. I'm not going to do it. I almost did it. I almost said, "Hey guys, over there in this district or that district, you know, you might have to travel here or try playing in this district because it's it's always a gauntlet." I'm not going to say that. I'm not. Gonna, I was going to say that, but I'm not going to. Well, can I say though that? Catholic did beat the number six team in the state in McCracken County the night, and that game was played at their home gym. So you may not like that Calico plays at the sports center, but it's not they don't only win just because they're playing in the sports center. They go to another gym and beat McCracken County. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. Now, um, we, we're not going. We're not going to have that debate. No, no, no. no I, you know, I, I hear you. The eleventh district is very tough as well as we just talked about with Breck and Hancock and Mead, but. This is where things kind of got turned on the ear a little bit here inside the top 10 because we had four people vote one way and two people vote the other, and it changed the, the voting right at the last minute. So at the three spot, the Owensboro Catholic Lady Aces, 12-3. and three. I believe they're ranked fifth in the state, but they're three in our poll. So that tells you how competitive it is around here. They lost the OHS on Friday. A little bit of a head-scratcher game. Not, not that they shouldn't have lost to Owensboro by any stretch of the imagination, but I think maybe the matchup just may not be the, – the, you know, the, the Owensboro defense really gave Catholics some trouble. But I have to commend Coach Robertson and the Lady Aces. They put that in their rear view. They went over. They played a game in their own gym. They didn't get to even play at the sports center. They had to play in their own gym. And they knock off McCracken County 65-54. And Delaney Cooper starting to really come along now. She played well against Owensboro, and she played well on Saturday. Had a double-double with 15 points, 10 rebounds. Riley and Johnson with 10 each in the win over McCracken. They're scheduled to host Apollo on Friday. And then Mercy on Saturday. Those are two games they should win. Mercy's not the same Mercy they have been in the past. So I fully expect Catholic to be 14-3 and as long as Mother Nature don't have a say in it by the end of the week. Yeah, and, and look, I'm like you. I think that matchup, the, the, the defense at Owensboro and the pressure they put on, Calakai struggled with that a little bit. Actually struggled with it a lot. And it wasn't that they lost. It was that late in the third period, Owensboro's up 19. I mean, it was a dominating performance. Now, Cali brought it all the way down to six. Owensboro, I don't think, finished the game very well. 
But that game was dominated from start to about the end of the third quarter by the Lady Devils. That was what was surprising. No, I agree. I, you know, if you if you would have told me the Owensboro would have won, I wouldn't have been surprised. But I would have thought it would have been more tightly contested throughout. You have to give a lot of credit to Owensboro. And where did the Lady Devils end up here in this voting? Well, Meath County received two first place votes, which ranks them number two this week. Just ahead, they came in. Tied with Catholic. If you add the total up in the votes, they were tied with Owensboro Catholic. But the two first-place votes, zero first-place votes for Catholic, puts them in the two-spot. Full transparency there. Mead, 11-5, and five, got nice win. They had a really good week. Beat Bardstown. They beat E-Town. They may be the favorites in the fifth region if they played down there. Uh, Peyton Bradley, 24 points, uh, 24.7 points. Medley at 16.2 points. Babb at 11.1 points. And they're supposed to host Hancock. On Friday, a game that they'll be heavily favored in there to try to get their win total to 12 this week. Yeah, and then no surprise, Peyton Bradley leads the area in scoring. Paige Maley also in the top 10. Maybe the ultimate Batman Robin that's out there. Bab, you know, I don't know if there's a Batman and a Robin, and maybe is it, is it the Spider-Man? Because you put those three together, she's just outside the top 10. So, I mean, those are the three big ones, and they give you those three offensive weapons they have. Full transparency, I had them at one in my poll. But uh, I had them at one, and I had the team the next at two, and I had Catholic at three. That's how I voted it. But it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a war between all these teams coming down the stretch. And you can't forget Davis County. Well, you know what the number one team says, Vic, about your votes? They said, Where's the gap? What happened to that gap? There isn't one because the Lady Devils are sitting at number one this week at 12 and five. Not only have they won five straight games, but they've won seven. Out of their last eight, they took some lumps early versus some very good teams. you got to give Coach Locker credit. They came out of the gate, and they scheduled ranked opponents. I mean, Pulaski, Butler. I mean, and they, were, they weren't just getting beat by the – I mean, they were very competitive. As a matter of fact, I think they led a couple of those games late in the second half and just didn't get it done. And now you're starting to see the team gel a little bit. Everybody's starting to settle into their roles. I mean, sprinkles, 13.2 points per game coming over. And I think there was a dynamic there, with, you know, trying to find with Elyrica Hughes how everything would flow together. But it, it's starting to head in that direction because, you know, you got Hughes averaging double figures. You got a John and Swan again right there near 10 points per game. Sap shooting 40% from beyond the arc. And we talked about this on Friday ahead of that game. You know, if Owens World could come out and knock down the three, then that changes everything. Well, they certainly did it on Friday night. And that that's when this team become, goes from being a good team to being a team that can go to Rupp Arena and not only go there but win some games. If they can if they can be hot from behind the arc, this team becomes very, very dangerous. Oh, there's no doubt. And and where they really get at you is what they're able to do with their on-ball pressure with unique Carter Swanigan, with Alirica Hughes, with Sprinkles. They can make life miserable for you out there on the perimeter. They turn Calakai over a ton anytime they put the pressure on. And then when they're knocking down threes, Listen, if they shoot the ball like they did against Owensboro Catholic consistently, they may be the best team in the region, Steve. Yeah, I, I think they are. If they shoot it the way they shot it Friday night, I think they're the best team in the region. Uh, but, you know, it's one of those things you got to do it, right? You got to go out and get it done. Our Roads and Roads Lady Devil of the Week will be Shaylin Sprinkles, 25 and 15 against Catholic. I mean, when the lights come on and your rival comes in and you get a, a dominant double-double. I mean, this wasn't just a 12-10 and 10 type of performance. 25 points, 15 rebounds. Tip your cap to Shaylin Sprinkles and this 
They're set to play Davis County on Friday. We'll see if that goes off. If it does, it'll be a monster game over there at Owensboro and then Mail on Saturday. So another tough test. I mean, Mail right there in the middle of that very competitive seventh region. So it'll be two big tests for Owensboro, and we'll see if they can pass it. And if they win both of these games, I'm going to tell you, they're going to be back there at the top of this top 10 again next week. How about 15 rebounds from your point guard? Man. I mean, that's, that's a big night there. And to go along with about three or four steals. Yeah, no, it was a it was a big win. You know, and the Owensboro people were getting very upset because across the area, a lot of people posting, hey, big upset over here. And Owensboro said, ho, 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 this is not an upset. We beat them last year. You know, we feel like we're better this year. Everybody's overlooking us a little bit for some reason. I think they took it personal, and I think you saw that play out on the floor. Is Catholic dead to rights because they lost a, a game in January? No. I mean, come on. Are you serious? I mean, and, and Meade County's right there in the mix, kind of on the outside there between these two teams. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just good news for the fans because come tournament time, I mean, you're going to have the ninth District, which is a gauntlet. No matter what that 2-3 matchup is, it's a popcorn matchup. And then when you get to the Owensboro Sports Center, you got Breck playing at their best if they can survive and make it. You got Meade County, who's can beat anybody in the state on any given day. And in any of those three teams in the ninth, whichever two come out, I mean, if that's the semifinal, which we saw last year, I mean, it's just going to be an absolute treat for us fans. I mean, at the end of the day, and, and it'll be a pleasure to get the call that semifinal leading into the final to see who punched their ticket to Rupp Arena. No, you're right. That And listen. As like last year, if that's the semifinals you get, two 11s versus two nines, then it's actually the best night. In, uh, that'll be the best night of the entire tournament, yeah, without uh, a doubt. Yeah, I, I agree. On either side, boys yeah. or girls, I, I I completely agree. But that'll do it for today's Live at 5. Don't forget tomorrow, Live at 5 will be live from BJ's Brewhouse on 102.7 The Game. And then we'll switch over Thunderbolts Live 97X. Come over and join us. Hopefully the weather holds out, and we'll see you tomorrow at BJ's Brewhouse. You've been listening to Live at 5 on 1027 The Game. Special thanks to Foreman Watson Haltree for sponsoring the preceding broadcast. FWHlegal.com. Tune in next time for Live at 5 on 1027 The Game.